What's going on, your man Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about the map is not the territory. This is going to be a really important video, so I want you to uh, pay as much attention as possible because the map is not the territory, but it will get you where you want to go. This is a phrase you might have heard if you've studied NLP. You've heard the phrase, the map is the territory. The, the original metaphor comes from the Copenhagen interpretation by the noted semanticist Korzebiski, if I pronounce that right. Semanticist means semantics. It means the meaning of signs and symbols and words and things like that. The uh, best explanation I've heard is from Robert Anton Wilson, one of my favorite writers, who describes the Copenhagen interpretation of Niels Bohr, who was a prominent physicist as it's called model agnosticism and holds that any grid we use to organize our experience of the world is a model of the world and should not be confused with the world itself. Alfred Korzebiski, the semanticist, tried to popularize this outside of physics with the slogan, the map is not the territory. Alan Watts, a talented exegete of oriental philosophy, restated it more vividly as the menu is not the meal. So that's Robert Anton Wilson speaking out about Korzebiski using the map is not the territory, Alan Watts, another one of my favorite guys saying the menu is not a meal. And then those phrases um, were originally taken and put into NLP and uh, they've been used in personal development and things like that since then. So in my, in my reality, the map is not the territory, but it's good enough to get you where you want to go. Okay, the menu is not the meal, but it's good enough for getting you what you want to eat. The same logic applies to your belief systems. Okay, your beliefs are ideas, concepts, and things of that nature, but not actual physical reality, right? It's not that wall right here. That's not a belief. Okay, but when you create the right beliefs, then you can get what you want in life the health, the wealth the women, the happiness, because they will lead you to that reality, to that territory. They're not the territory, they're the map of it, but they will get you where you wanna go. Okay, so the right beliefs become the map that will take you where you wanna go. Therefore, a smart man makes his beliefs his bitch, okay? I see a lot of guys, I hear a lot of guys, I read a lot of guys, they're running around, they're slaves to their belief systems, beliefs that haven't been examined since they were 13, 14, 15, that they've taken as objective reality that is causing them suffering. Okay, there are millions upon millions upon millions of people living in that reality right now with unexamined beliefs that are hurting them. Okay, smart man is going to make his beliefs his bitch. Okay, you don't have to be a slave to negative beliefs anymore because beliefs are malleable. And you don't have to be a slave to scientism anymore because you can become an authority on your own reality. And why should you be a slave to scientism? Even the best scientific minds have admitted that they don't know what they're talking about anymore on the metaphysical level, okay? Science does not have a monopoly on truth. Scientific facts are nothing more than the best arguments determined by the agreement of the high priests and they're peer-reviewed journals, okay? Scientific truths are merely the opinions of a handful of men, nothing more, nothing less. And those arguments are constantly being destroyed by newer arguments, okay? The strongest argument survives, thrives, and outlasts and dominates 
and destroys the older arguments. Okay. They tell us something different every century from physics, Newtonian physics, to relativity, to quantum theory, to string theory, to simulation theory, and they're not even sure anymore. Now they're just positing ideas and theories. Okay? At one point, they thought they had objective facts. Newton thought he had objective facts. But they're not even sure of that anymore. And that doesn't come as a surprise to me because trying to grasp reality is like trying to grab the air. It's right in front of you. It's all around you. It's been around you since you were born. But the second you try and grab it, it's gone. Right? The second you have that answer, you have more questions. You have a newer, more powerful answer. You get more powerful, newer questions. It's always just out of your reach. You always can't quite grasp it. Okay? It's like Icarus flying too close to the sun, or if you've seen the movie Pi, how he ends up. Because that's how it often ends up in times. Um, madness. You can ask Nietzsche about that. You can ask Nietzsche about that. Nietzsche took on the, the totality of reality with all of his pride, and uh, it didn't end very well for him. Okay? Nietzsche's not my hero. He, he was interesting. He had a lot of intelligent things to say, but he's not my hero. You have to look at them. When, you, when, you're, when you're looking at people for influence, you have to look at how they actually live and how they ended up. Okay? He lived most of his life by himself, not particularly happy, not a lot of women around him, and he ended in madness. You have to look at your mentors. You have to look at them clearly and objectively. And when you are trying to grasp the universe with all that pride, I'm telling you, you're going to be in a world for hurt. The way I look at the universe is with humility and awe, okay? I can't help but bow down before our creator and what he's created. And when I want metaphysics, I don't turn to science. I turn to his emissaries. Because not only do they have better models, but they have an end game. You can call it moksha. You can call it liberation. You can call it enlightenment. You can call it Satchit Ananda. You can call it heaven. Whatever name you want to call it, whatever tradition you want to use. I like happy endings. And I believe there's a happy ending in this game we call life. But don't get me wrong, okay? Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about metaphysics here. I'm incredibly grateful for applied science, applied science, and the technology and models we've been given through that discipline, okay? Gravity tells me not to uh, jump off this balcony right here, okay? Hospitals, hospital over there exists to nurse me back to health, all right? I'm not going to a naturopath if I break my arm, okay? I'm not anti-science. And I'm speaking to you through the miracle of this smartphone right here on the internet. All those models and technology have added tremendous value to my life and tremendous value to your life as well. I'm just not a slave to scientism, especially in the realm of metaphysics, because scientism can't speak with any certainty in the realm of metaphysics. Even their best and brightest priests, their high priests of scientism, admit that they don't have the answers at this point in the game. Okay? And how could they when their best men don't have experience of that ultimate reality? Because how can you measure reality and where is science without measurement? How can you measure what existed prior to time and space? How can the universe be created out of nothing prior to time and space? Why are even the smallest particles that we can examine under a microscope still separated by space? What puts breath in my lungs and your lungs? What caused me to incarnate into this body of flesh right now that I'm speaking to you through? 
Okay? You can take all the nihilistic, scientific, random, secular humanism, stir it up in a pot, and it doesn't answer one of those questions. Not one. Okay? All you get from their great minds is uncertainty in the meta metaphysical realm, and I don't like uncertainty. I don't like uncertainty. I like answers. I like having a path. I like men with answers, and I like men who speak from authority. And that authority comes from direct experience. Not from theory. Direct experience. That's why I prefer to get my meta metaphysical models from Christ. And by the way, Christ is the title, meaning the anointed one. His real name was Yeshua, which means Joshua. Joshua the Christ. Christ, Buddha, Kabir, Ramana Maharshi, Nisargadatta Maharaj, Rumi, and many others. Those are the people I go to for my metaphysical models. The victors in the game of life, the guys who got out, the guys who beat the final boss, because happiness, health, and wealth are great things in this world. It's, it's all that I teach to you guys. And I've devoted my life to help you achieve those goals as well as devoted myself to experiment on and, and trying to achieve those goals myself, trying to maximize my happiness in this life, minimize my suffering, and be able to pass on what I learned to you. But as happy a lifestyle as you can create, you still have death in the back of your mind hanging over your shoulder, breathing down the back of your neck, waiting, okay? And tomorrow's not promised today. I don't know how long I'm gonna live. Could be next year, could be 10 years from now, could be 30 years from now, okay? Tomorrow's not promised today. And I don't like the ending of my game being annihilation and having death, death's icy grip just waiting there, okay? That's a belief, by the way, that's a belief. Because none of you have experienced death. I haven't experienced death. That's, that's a belief. Okay, the body dies. We know that. We know the body dies. But we're talking about metaphysics. We're talking about the spirit. Okay? I want to be able to beat that final boss in the game of life. So I turn to the spiritual authorities for guidance. Turn to the spiritual authorities for guidance. And their maps aren't the territory either but I believe they will get me to where I want to go. And I can't get you there because I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, I'm a man, you know, just like you are, nothing special. I can't get you there, but I can point you to the people that got there, to the victors in the game of life. And I highly recommend you study what they say while you plan your escape, while you plan your final mission, while you plan your final run against that final boss in the game of life but while you're here there's no reason to suffer any more than you have to that's where I come in that's where you can use my strategies for health wealth and happiness to make you suffer as little as possible in this life and to be able to create as much joy in this life as you can okay they're not the territory they're not the meal but they can get you where you want to go which is to living a better life and the best meta map that I've found for creating the life that you want is to play life like it's a game. A game where he who has the most joy wins and everything I've ever written or filmed is with the aim of getting you there. So take my strategies and make them yours. Add or subtract whatever you need to add or subtract because you're free to do so. And remember that mom and dad went out for the weekend and they're not coming back, okay? When you start to liberate your mind, you'll see that. When you start to free your mind of your belief systems, you examine them, those negative beliefs, 
you realize how free you really are. There's no rule book to this stuff, okay? Mom and dad had you on a certain path, but they, they're gone. They left you for the weekend, you had a party, and they're not coming back, all right? But don't squander that freedom because you'll pay the price for it. Make your beliefs your bitch. Use them to make you happier. Use my maps to get where you want to go. Use my strategies to st suffer less while your spirit is trapped in this flesh, just like mine is. And that's what I'm here for, but don't stop there, okay? I can't get you to the finish line. I can help you while you're here, but I can't get you to the finish line. Even though I can't get you to the finish line, though, I can point you to those you can the Christ, the Buddha, the Ramana Maharshi, the Nizargadatta Maharaj, Anandamayi Ma, Kabir, Rumi, all those saints and sages, okay, the lions of mankind, the victors of this world, is where you want to look for that final destination. So in summary, the map is not the territory, but the right maps will make you happier. Use my maps and create as much joy as you can for yourself in this world and just add or subtract whatever you would like or don't like from those maps or whatever's working for you, not working for you. Okay. You know, you can, you can take my stuff and run with it a hundred percent. Or if you know, some of it's not working for you, subtract that, or you want to add some other things, add that it's open source, man. Okay. But don't sleep on the ultimate victory. Recognize that science doesn't have the answers, but maybe just maybe there are men who can speak with authority on metaphysics and maybe just maybe there are answers. To the question of life. Men who can speak with authority because they've experienced that territory. And they've not only experienced that territory, but they've made it their home, their permanent home. Okay? Their permanent abode of their spirit. The lions of mankind, the victors of the game of life, take their models, investigate them, use them, and aim for total victory. Be as happy as you can while you're here. But don't forget to keep your eyes on the ultimate prize, okay? If you're agnostic, if you're atheist, I'm perfectly cool with all of that, okay? You, you can tune some of this stuff out, but I highly recommend that you at least investigate that stuff. If you're here for the next 30 or 40 years, investigate the people who, are, who, who can speak with authority on this stuff. Investigate life. Put your mind to it. I believe there is that ultimate prize, and I believe that it is a mistake to take your eyes off that and not to compete for that in this life or the next life. And while you're here, okay, make yourself as happy as possible, suffer as less as possible. That's what it's about, all right? Suffer as less as possible. And then hopefully, if you play the game to the fullest extent and you beat that final boss, you can get to the point where you don't suffer anymore. And you live in that uh, Satchit Ananda that the Hindus call it, or you live in that uh, uh, crystal mind or diamond mind that the Buddhists call it, the beyond, the spirit, the heaven, you know, nirvana, whatever name you want to use for it. I believe that's a reality. And I believe it's worth investigating, and I believe it's worth your keep, keeping your eyes on. But I also believe that while you're here, while you're still in this flesh, you try and make yourself suffer as less as possible. So. That's my take on the game of life here for you today. The map's not the territory, the menu's not the meal, but it will get you to where you wanna go. So use it, make your beliefs your bits, create your own reality, examine those negative beliefs, turn them to positive, turn the whole thing to positive, man.
You can do it. You just have to put your mind to it. Thank you so much for watching. Much love to you.